Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. It has been a uh, very busy day for all the wrong reasons. Again, we had a shooting in Kansas City at the parade. They reported on that at the top of the hour on Fox. And, you know, one of the things I said earlier, let me just correct myself, it didn't appear that any children were maybe victims of this. And now I'm seeing reports that uh, a good portion of the people in the hospital right now are kids. Unfortunately, what? one person dead, oh. two arrested. Look, what I said earlier, and we don't know this definitively, is it looks like these were two thugs that were firing at one another. Whatever happened, there was a dispute. There wasn't anything that is related to terrorism. It wasn't a mass shooting. It was just people trying to, I guess, settle their problems in the middle of hundreds of thousands of people celebrating a Super Bowl victory. Oh, dear. But the greatest thing about it is, if you want a positive, is we, we have video. I just posted this. There's a couple of different... Um, videos that are out there right now of two guys tackling one of the shooters. It's pretty incredible Tackling one of the shooters and, you know, holding him down for several seconds when this guy is trying to fight them off. I mean, there's two big dudes that are on top of this guy, Uh and he's trying to get away, and then the cops finally come. And then the video sort of pans to another area, and you look. it looks like the cops have the other shooter down as well. Exactly, which is why there were two. They got one. This one slipped through, and then the fans got him. Right, absolutely. Well, we'll um, we'll keep on top of that. We're told that there's another police briefing that is supposed to come up, so we may bring that to you uh, in just a little bit. We have uh, Congressman Greg Stubbe from Florida coming up here. He's getting on the line. And, and that's someone, Roddy Davis, our friend, former Illinois congressman, hooked us up because he knows Greg very well. And he's introduced this effort to protect women's sports uh, with um, Riley Gaines, good. you know, inspiration, et cetera. Yeah, it's very good. Then a little bit later this hour, John Morosky. John is fantastic. I read this piece in Real Clear that he did, Real Clear Investigations, about how you now have medicine. And this is a theme. This is not exactly new because we've been talking about some of these things that have popped up, popped up around the country with medical schools, woke medical school, schools in particular. So you have the medicine is diagnosing the non-white oppressed with oppressive cases of weathering. John will explain all of this. It's just another one of these things where medicine and, and helping people heal or finding cures for cancer, it's absolutely secondary to making sure we check off all the correct 
DEI boxes. It's just, it's exhausting is, is what it is. It really is. All right, here we go. Congressman Greg Stubbe, he represents an area down near Sarasota, Florida. He joins us this afternoon on 97.1 FM Talk. Congressman Stubbe, how are you? Yeah, good. How are you? Thanks I, for having me. I'm good. Let me let me get a little housekeeping out of the way, though, before we start into the issues. Would you publicly lay claim to the fact that you're friends with former Congressman Rodney Davis on this radio show this <laughs> afternoon? I, I will. Um, yeah, he's a good friend. We got to know each other through the congressional baseball game and uh, disappointed he's still not up here. But now he resides. Uh, I don't know if it's part time or, you know, a lot of people move to Florida six months in a day so they can get the no income tax thing. But he's now uh, at least a part time. I Florida know. Resident. I've seen some pictures down there. And that congressional baseball game is so much fun. I got to go um, several years ago when the Republicans won. And who was that guy that used to pitch for the Democrats? And he's finally gone because he's in the administration. That helped you guys, didn't it? Yeah, Cedric Richmond used to pitch for uh, Tulane or something. Uh, So we've won the last three years. And, um, yeah, it's it's. Um, it, it's much better when we have um, we've got some other talent that got there um, not too long ago. Hey, Eric Schmidt, how about our own Eric Schmidt cranking one last year for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah, he had a triple, I think. Yeah, he did. All right, so let's talk about some business. I want to talk about Save Women's Sports, but the Mayorkas impeachment happened last night. You got that across the finish line. I think it's very important. I know that there was some concern uh, among some members about this, but obviously, Congressman, there, there's really no chance to convict in the Senate, right? Well, you know, it would take 60, it would take two thirds to remove him. And obviously with the Democrats in control, that's not going to happen. I think the the good thing in all of this is it requires under the constitution for them to move forward with a trial. Now with the Democrats in control, they're going to try to subvert that as much as possible, but it's required for them to begin it. My guess is they will then um, send it to a committee. So it's not being done on the floor like we saw happen during the Trump impeachment. And it's also my inclination that the Democrats at some point will probably do some type of motion to dismiss the case. Um, and again, that's a majority and they have a one vote majority over there. So I, I just think it's good that we stand with stood with the American people on this issue. It's, I, I believe an 80% issue. We put all the Democrats on the board as to whether you think that Mayorkas uh, shouldn't be impeached based off of his actions at the at the southern border, and it's the number one crisis affecting our country today. There is no doubt about it. It is an 80 percent issue. And even, you know, I've mentioned this several times because I go back to just two weeks ago in the L.A. Times. There was a big poll with voters, 62 percent of Democrats. That was California congressmen. So, yeah, this is an issue that has really angered a lot of Americans. You see what's happening in Colorado, Chicago, Boston, New York, with, you know, citizens that are paying taxes that have parks and, you know, rec centers taken away from them. So what about your position on the border bill overall? What's been going on with that? Obviously shot down from the uh, from the speaker, what they passed in the House last week or I'm sorry, in the Senate last week. Well, I mean, it basically legitimizes the invasion that we have at our southern border, puts caps and we can allow 5000 a day. Do the math on that. Um, uh, We passed a bill. The Democrats and, and Biden like to say that the House is holding up money. That's absolutely completely false and a lie to the American people. He could change what is happening on the southern border today with the stroke of the pen. He's uh, withdrawn a lot of the policies that Trump had in place, like remain in Mexico, that were very, very effective in curbing the flow in. And the House in May of last year passed what we call H.R. 2, our Strengthening the Borders Act, which would have solved all of these problems. That's been sitting in the Senate since then, and they refused to take that up because it would actually stop the atrocities that are happening in our southern border. So where is Congressman Greg Stubbe on the uh, the foreign aid bill? 
Well, I, I mean, first of all, the speaker has said I'm against it. The speaker has said specifically, if we don't address the border, right. then Ukraine and these other things aren't getting the money. And what's also interesting is we, the House, have passed uh, Republican bills, and some Democrats have even voted for it, for funding for Israel ever since they were attacked by Hamas in October. We've done it twice. Uh, one, I think, was $12 billion, another was $14 billion. Uh, we attempted to do it through a procedural thing called a suspension Last week, it had $17 billion. Unfortunately, that didn't pass because it needs two-thirds of the House to pass. But uh, we've passed two bills that give funding to Israel. I don't think we should give another dime to Ukraine until we have oversight on the money that's been spent there. Um, you're, you're reading reports on Breitbart and other uh, conservative sites that over $40 million is going to all these different generals and oligarchs and in Ukraine, that they're taking our taxpayer money. The Biden administration doesn't want any oversight whatsoever on all the money that's going over to Ukraine. And we know now for a fact that his family, uh, Biden's family, made millions of dollars off uh, their relationships to Ukraine when he was running the Ukraine policy for the country. So I have a lot of questions. I think there needs to be a lot of oversight, especially with the amount of money we're talking. It's been 112 or $120 billion that we have given to the Ukrainian government. They want to give them another $60 billion, so you're almost at $200 billion to go to a corrupt nation um, that isn't a willing to give and provide any oversight to the American people on the tax dollars that we've already sent. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I completely agree. I know a lot of my listeners agree, and you know, you kind of, and I did this yesterday, I juxtaposed it with um, the condition of, you know, our cities in St. Louis is, is just one example, but you look at what's happened in I guess I offered the example of Seattle. My niece lives there now, and she can't even drive to work because the homeless situation is so bad and the, the crime. So I, I think there's a lot of people out there that say, let's let's address the issues. And I know that not all of these are federal issues, obviously. Let's address the issues in our country first, um, and, and that's something that should be a priority. Let's talk about the legislation to save women's sports. You know, we kind of consider St. Louis a, a bit of a player in all this just because of Jamie Reed and the whistleblower report that came out, I guess, about a year ago, Congress in the free press and that dealt with Washington University and Children's Hospital. I have a little girl who's about to turn nine. She's a swimmer. So I care about this issue from that perspective. What is the legislation proposed to do? And you're doing this with uh, with Tommy Tuberville, right? Yeah. So we passed our Save Women's Sports Act last year. It was a big priority uh, for the Republicans when we took the majority back. Of course, the Senate isn't going to take that up um, because they care more about men who claim to be women than they do about actual women. Um, and now you saw what's happened with USA Boxing allowing their, their new, they have a new transgender policy that will allow biological men to compete with women in women's boxing. Uh, we've seen, I mean, there's tons of different situations out there where uh, women have been injured by male boxers, by MMA fighters, you name it. Obviously there's significant changes in physicality between men, men and women. So we filed a bill that we actually, Congress can pass laws that address the U.S. Olympic Committee. So we, myself and Senator Tupperbill, filed a bill that would not allow a transgender or a biological male to compete with women in Olympic sports in the United States. Well, and Riley Gaines is such a hero in this, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, you see her everywhere. She's done a really good job of articulating from her perspective uh, both from an Olympic perspective and a collegiate perspective, the inherent um, difficulties, the inherent unfairness of allowing a biological male to compete 
in uh, women's athletics. Why is this even controversial? I mean, why is the United States Senate with a Democrat majority not going to even consider this? Uh, you know, it's been fascinating to me in this whole process. I mean, this is, again, another 80% issue. Like, right, it is. a Democratic mom who has a daughter who's playing soccer or swimming, like your, your daughter, if she wants a biological male in her daughter's locker room or be able to compete with her daughter for scholarships or anything like that, this is an 80% issue. Um, the, the left is trying to pander to the far-left progressive part of their party, and they're all deathly afraid of the transgender movement. I was shocked that when we passed our bill um, for women's sports, that not a single Democrat, even in Trump districts, voted that voted for women's sports to prevent biological men from competing. Congress created this in the 70s. We created Title IX to allow for women to be able to compete in athletics in college and high school and all of these different things because there wanted to be a, a level playing field for women to be able to compete with other women and not have to compete with men in the different sports categories. Congress created it, and now the Democrats are trying to rip it down through policy changes. Yeah, you had another example, and even Martina Navratilova's Martina Navratilova has been very vocal on this, which I think a lot of people appreciate with, uh, with Riley and some of the others. You had a male high jumper that just dominated a girls' high school state title in New Hampshire last weekend. So these things keep happening. And, you know, the other thing that I pointed out, Congressman, and I think you realize this, isn't it amazing how, let's just focus on the legacy sports media, ESPN, you know, our local paper here in the story. Nobody ever carries this story. This seems to be a legitimate sports story that people should care about no matter what side of the issue you're on, but that never gets covered in those particular areas. Yeah, because the mainstream press is again beholden to the far left progressive transgender movement and they don't want to upset anyone when it's just it's just common sense. And what's interesting is the marrying of very different organizations in support of this bill. I met a woman who heads a feminist a, a pro-feminist organization that is very democratic and is calling out Democrats for being against women. And so you're, you've got these far left feminist organizations that are saying, hold on a second, men shouldn't be able to compete with women in basketball or volleyball or swimming or whatever the sport may be. And so you have this interesting uh, congregation of different groups that normally obviously wouldn't work together on things saying, look, common sense dictates this is ridiculous. Uh, the mass majority, I mean, the polls are like 85, 90% of Americans think it's ridiculous to allow a biological man who wants to identify as a woman that day to be able to compete with women in women's sports, not just from an injury perspective, but from a fairness perspective and scholarships and all that kind of thing. And so it's brought together different groups that probably don't agree on anything else other than this issue. And it's been fascinating to me how the Democrats are trying to stay away from this as much as possible. Yep, absolutely. Congressman Greg Stubbe, who's down in the Sarasota, Florida area, I really appreciate you coming on. I started with a hardball question. I'll I'll end with a hardball question. Do you really have four dogs in your household? Four dogs? Four rescue dogs. It uh, makes life interesting. We've got two pits and then a a little Yorkie and a miniature poodle. So it's quite the uh the the gang of misfits i would house. say so we we love our dogs here on the mark reardon show sue and fred and i and i've had three at one time i don't think i can go back to that i don't have the energy greg thank you so much i really appreciate coming on here yeah anytime thanks for having me 
I'm still trying to get Riley Gaines to get on this show here. We're making oh, that'd some. Be great. I know we're making some inroads, and I'll certainly keep you posted on that. Um, before I get to John Morosky from Real Clear at the bottom of the hour, I wanted to cover one story. You know, it's funny. I I tend to, and I'm going to give credit where credit is due here because I think I have a pretty good BS detector on these uh, race hoaxes in particular that come over. But my friend John Ziegler out in L.A. is probably better. But yesterday I reached out because I saw a story, and you know, in instantaneously my uh, my radar for the BS went off on these race hoaxes. Uh, Just as a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, 99.9% of the allegations that you might see in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch or somewhere else about racial epithets being hurled at people New press are not true. Um, are they going to this press conference Well, right I've got people walking up well, to the microphone. We'll see if we can get there. So That's... anyway, there's an allegation that a high school basketball team in New York forfeited after players reportedly called the N-word by the crowd during the game. So this was oh. actually the uh, the New York Post story that, that came out, um, I think it was two days ago, if I can get the darn thing to pull up. It says, two New York State school districts are investigating reports that spectators hurled racial epithets at high school girls during a varsity basketball game over the weekend. As one player said, she heard the crowd calling them black N-words. Jane Buckley, a sophomore point guard from East Rapino, said, or Ramapo said Scarsdale players started barking at her team from the bench during the fourth period of the game, and then came the racial slurs. Our coach realized that from the stands they were saying black N-words. Buckley, who wasn't playing because of a torn ACL, told the newspaper. It's the news or the journal news is is the, the organization out there in New York that uh, reported on this. Well, Nancy Cutler, who wrote this for the journal news, let me tell you, as soon as I saw this, I said to myself, this did not happen. It simply did not happen. Now, I'm going to have to get back to that in a second because I think we got this news conference in Kansas City. This is Quentin Lucas, the mayor of KC, shooting at the parade earlier today. Here's an update. Kansas City Chiefs, we will be talking to the National Football League and others. More so just to hear that all are safe who are with those institutions. And we continue to hope that all of those who are impacted are safe. To the extent you have information, about suspects or others, we do encourage you to call the police. Uh, however, if for whatever other reasons you have information about the incident, we will, we will be looking to share that through different methods. So if you have information about the incident, suspects and others, please call the police. If you're looking for other information, we'll try to continue to give you regular updates. I'll say this final thing and then we'll come back for questions at the end. Uh, today was tragic for everyone who was part of it. I had the chance to talk to my wife just a moment ago, who said we became part of a statistic of too many Americans, those who have experienced or been part of or connected to a mass shooting. That is something that I hope we all recognize is highly problematic for all of us. I continue to commend our police officers, our firefighters and others who were there to respond instantly, but we also need to figure out a way to make sure that things like this stop happening in our country. With that, I turn it over to the Chief of Police, Stacey Graves. Thank you. I just want to echo um, the mayor's thoughts and his prayers and also to um, acknowledge that not only the the victims who were actually hit by gunfire, but there are a lot more people who are going to be forever impacted by by what happened here today. Um, you know, as as people were running, you know, a lot of us law enforcement who are who are running towards the danger. Um, also guided those who were in um, 
in fear of their lives. And that's something to be said of, of how impactful today's event truly was. Um, again, we have confirmed there is uh, one deceased person. Our gunshot wound total has went up to 22 and Chief Grundison will provide a little bit more context to that. Um, right now we're still working on a, a, the, a total of number of victims. This is still an active investigation. Um, I do want to comment on the question that I got earlier about a video of um, some fans tackling someone. We do have three persons detained and under investigation for today's incident. We are working to determine if one of the three are, are the one that was in that video uh, where, where fans assisted police. Um, our investigators are working with all of the surviving victims to connect them with loved ones. We are also working to identify our deceased victim so we can notify their family as soon as possible. We are also in the process of staffing a centralized phone number. The centralized phone number will be for those who are victims, witnesses, and if anyone has video or any information about what led up to what happened here today. Um, again, we are continuously receiving information uh, minute by minute, which is part of the delay of us coming down here. But. Um, I do want to pass this on to uh, Chief Grundison to give a little bit more context to some of the, uh, the status of our victims. It's a live news conference in Kansas City in the aftermath of the shooting at the that, Chiefs uh, uh, Super Bowl parade. CFD's thoughts and prayers are with those uh, families that were affected by this tragedy today. And uh, while we were not expecting it, we were ready and prepared for an event such like this. Our uh, KCFD units along with our mutual aid partners that were working to assist us at this event touched a total of 22 gunshot victims one of those was a fatality um, we had eight what we considered immediately life-threatening patients we had seven with uh, life-threatening injuries and we had six that were had minor injuries of the most serious the immediately life-threatening injuries we had eight of those those were all transported and off the scene and route to hospitals within 10 minutes um, so we felt the response was certainly adequate and appropriate, and I commend all our staff working there today, along with PD, that did an excellent job under difficult circumstances. Um, we transported three different hospitals. We transported Children's Mercy, um, Truman Medical, and also St. Luke's on the Plaza. Questions? Yeah, so we're getting... Who are you asking? Anyone that can answer the okay. question. Um, so we've heard people talk about gunshots that they've heard near the west side of the station, and then also gunfire in situations that happen near the fountain and the stoplight over there near the intersection. Version. Was there two separate scenes? Was there one big scene? A little hard to hear some of the questions. This guy is asking, were there two scenes? Was there one shooting scene? That is a, a large ground to cover. As you know, the, the size of the Union Station. Um, I will tell you, we have located that crime scene on the west side of Union Station. As far as in the front of, that is still under investigation. We have crime scene investigators as well as the detectives. Um, we had a lot of our assault squad detectives and our homicide detectives that were actually in uniform today working the assignment. So not only did you have uniform presence uh, immediately uh, responding to the scene, rendering aid, uh, going towards danger, but you also had detectives that were immediately on the scene that are, are still there and actively working. Are you investigating any sort of connection with the earlier shooting of the day at 27th and 
Uh, we are, at this time we don't know if that's connected, but that is is something that we are looking at. Children's says that they want parents to contact them if they don't know where their children are. Do you know that there may be like are there kids there who? Um, I can tell you we have detectives at all of the local hospitals that are investigating, um, like I said earlier, trying to connect our victims to their loved ones. Um, should that be the case and it's, it's a child, um, someone can either contact police or if that is what Children's Mercy is requesting, of course they can contact them as well. Right now we do not have a motive, um, but we are asking those who may potentially have any kind of information, a witness or video to contact police. That's one of that, uh, what I talked about, that phone number that we're, we're setting up that's going to be centralized for victims, witnesses, and potential video evidence. Any age range on the person? I do not have that yet. I have not been able to confirm another um, another death. We mentioned that there were some victims taken to Children's Mercy Hospital. I understood from staff at Children's Mercy Hospital that they received uh, they have nine shooting victims, and they did. It's possible that one of them was an adult. Do you know how many children were shot? If it was eight or nine, and and when we're talking children, are we talking about little ones or 17-year-olds? Do you so, know? Uh, children's accepts patients under 17. Children's accepts patients up to 17 years old, and uh, but we do not have that information currently on the exact ages of the patients that were transported. Yeah, yeah. I mean, children's confirming we did transport to Children's Mercy, but we do not have the ages of those patients. Mayor, how, how scared you had over 800 officers deployed to work this parade to work outside of Union Station, and still in a matter of moments, 22 people were shot. I mean, that's. That's what happens with guns. I won't get in a big debate right now. I think we're still doing an investigation. But, I mean, what you saw happen was why people talk about guns a lot. We had over 800 officers there, staffed, situated all around Union Station today. We had security in, in any number of places, eyes on top of buildings and beyond. And there still is a risk to people. And I think that's something that all of us who are our parents, who are just regular people living each day, have to decide what we wish to do about it. Parades, rallies, schools, movies, it seems like almost nothing is safe. And we had hundreds of law enforcement there working hard today. And I, wanna, I, I do want to echo what the chief said, who are running towards danger, but in a matter of seconds, someone who wants to disrupt anything, someone who wants to create any type of situation, or someone who is very simply reckless, can change not just one life or two lives, but almost two dozen. And that to me is absolutely devastating, and it makes me feel vastly more concerned as a parent just in the world today thinking about that. That is uh, Quint Lucas. He's the mayor of Kansas City reacting to the shooting at the Chief's Victory Parade earlier. The uh, police chief is also on the, um, on the microphone here in the fire chief. Stacy Graves is the chief of police. Officers, uniformed officers were on scene. Uh, I don't have all the information of exactly what they witnessed, but there was uh, a pursuit, apprehension. Um, 
slight injuries from, by our officers taking someone into custody, but as far as um, the your direct directly answering your question, I don't have that information right now. Chief what? Graves, you have two gunmen. You know, we were talking about weapons earlier. Well, I think they're going to get off into some tangents here. We're going to certainly monitor that. we got to take a little break. We'll come back and get caught up. John Morowski was going to be on the show. I'll kind of cancel him and reschedule, hopefully, for tomorrow on a great topic involving some of the woke nonsense in medical schools. I still have an audio cut of the day. Mayor Q, as they call him, said something that piqued my interest. He says, well, this is what happens with guns. Not exactly. And we're going to clarify that for Mayor Q coming up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, I mean... I gotta go right to guns, right? Everyone's gonna go right to guns because, ladies and gentlemen, if there was only one more law, you know, I wish there was a law that said that it was illegal to pull out a gun in the middle of a parade and shoot people, right? Uh, look, this is what Mayor Q said. This gets so frustrating, and I don't know if we're ever gonna fix this stuff. We probably aren't. I get that people are emotional and angry, especially because this is a celebration in Kansas City during the end of the parade today down by Union Station. And we, we have the audio. Let's see if I can find this audio again. Because really, when you hear the, the audio blasting out, it does sound like mm. fireworks here, isn't it? Now that, that is, if that's two shooters, right? That's yeah. a, that is a lot of gunfire. So then Mayor Q in Kansas City. That's what happens with guns. I won't get in a big debate right now. I think we're still doing an investigation. But, I mean, what you saw happen was why people talk about guns a lot. We had over 800 officers there, staffed, situated all around Union Station today. We had security in in any number of places, eyes on top of buildings and beyond. 
and there still is a risk to people. So let's address that risk, because he said that's what happens with guns. No, this is what happens. And let me, I don't know how many people were at that parade today. Let's say a couple hundred thousand people probably, right? I'd say in that area, there's people from Kansas, certainly from many rural areas throughout Missouri. There were probably uh, 60% of the people there that owned guns, maybe even more than that. Maybe, let's say 50%, right? But here's the difference, and I say this all the time when hundreds of thousands of us go into the woods of Missouri. I go into the woods of mid-Missouri during deer hunting, and I shoot guns on a regular basis throughout the year as well. It's kind of fun. I, I texted my, my hunting mentor, Kevin Yeager, my dear friend in Howard County. Well, he lives in uh, Midway, but the farm that we hunt on that he has is in Howard County near Fayette and Harrisburg. And my daughter, Sue Thomas, this probably will horrify you and other people, but my daughter, who's been to deer camp many times, is starting to chirp a little bit about actually wanting to shoot a deer. She's only shot BB guns at this point, but we have kids that hunt, you know, where we, I know you should see, ladies and gentlemen, you should see <laughs> Sue's face right now. But Alexa wants to do it, and I'm going to let her do it. Of course. But we do this in a, in a safe way. So people aren't, we all, I don't, I've never taken a gun to a parade, right? No. Uh, now, if you conceal and carry, I can certainly understand why you'd want to do that in downtown St. Louis. But there were plenty of people who own guns, who have guns, maybe even who had guns on them that didn't because of a dispute and an argument they were having because they were two or three thugs that have no regard for human life or the laws start opening fire. Who does that? You, you know, I don't care what law you might have. What, what, what's going to solve the idiocy of people acting like that? What's going to solve the idiocy of the moron that ran over two people after the Drake concert last night at 18th and Olive and killed them? from Chicago. So you, you can only have so many laws because people are going to do this and we don't have solutions. It's awful. There, there are kids that are in the hospital right now. I can't even imagine if I was a parent. But here's my question about parents. What kind of parents do these kids have, right? Is it about guns or is it about their upbringing? Is it about their disregard for humanity, mm. if you will? It, it's revolting and it's disgusting. And God bless the fans, and if you haven't seen this video yet, you can follow me at Mark Reardon KFTK. There's um, all kinds of video now that shows one of these shooters running away and some guy tackling him and another guy jumping right on top and this guy trying to fight to get away. And these two dudes are pressing on him as hard as they can so he can't get away. And then the cops finally arrive and they arrest him. And hopefully he'll spend a long, long time behind bars. But I, I'm, I'm so sick and tired. And I know that Mayor Q's, fr I know people are frustrated. It's a very sad day. But automatically, we got to go to guns. I, I just, you know, retweeted Andy Cohen because this is what happens. Celebrities feel like they have to virtue signal when things happen. Now, Andy obviously has strong ties to, um, you know, to Missouri because of his connections with St. Louis. But every time you have something like this, you have, this is what's happening with the left right now in Missouri. Um Mike Parson signed something back in June of 21, because that's what they're going to. His tweet that says, Missouri House Bill 85 puts those in Washington, D.C. on notice that here in our state, we support responsible law-abiding gun owners, that we oppose government overreach and any unlawful access or efforts to access our firearms Second Amendment. So the left, and Andy Cohen tweets this out, how is this working out, Governor? As if Governor Parson's defense of the Second Amendment is somehow directly related to the thugs in Kansas City who shot these people today. It's not, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let them do it, because they're being foolish. Now they're sad, and they're frustrated, and they think with their hearts. But good Lord, how about some common sense? 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, it's been a very, very busy day. I'm going to wrap things up here with an audio cut of the day. Reminder that we have our first Fish Fry Friday coming up this Friday, the roundtable live at uh, Incarnate Word Parish in Chesterfield off of Olive. We hope to see you there on Friday. We'll be there the whole three hours. Jane will be here, the whole gang from the roundtable. Fred, Abby, Sue, you get to meet everyone. You can heckle just a little bit. Sue doesn't like it when I say heckle, but I'm mainly talking about heckling Jane. Uh, I, 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 want, I so want to do this story, and I have only a couple of minutes again, so I'm probably going to mm. have to hit it tomorrow. I started this before the news conference. Bottom line, let me bottom line it for you. So out in the Rockland, Westchester area of New York, there was a, in a local paper, and it sort of has the, the feeling, I think maybe it's associated with USA Today because it has that look, but it's lowhud.com. These newspaper and the ownership groups, they have different websites that they, you know, that they share and they send people to. So Nancy Cutler, the reporter, reports Scarsdale and East, East Rapapo school officials are investigating a reportedly racially charged incident during a February 10th girls basketball game at Scarsdale. It's the latest investigation into slurs being spewed during a Section 1 sporting event. The quote is this. The girls' varsity basketball game on Saturday between East Ramapo and Scarsdale was regrettably marred by the report of racial slurs directed Mm. at East Ramapo players, says East Ramapo Superintendent Clarence Ellis. The use of racial epithets and other bigoted language meant to hurt someone based on their skin color have no place in high school athletics or anywhere in our community. This is reminiscent, ladies and gentlemen, of the Duke-BYU volleyball game where similar allegations were made and it didn't happen. So I sent this to my friend John Ziegler yesterday and I said, your BS detector should go up on this. And sure enough, here again, there's no proof of this whatsoever. There's a parent that's refuting this. There were like 12 or 14 people in the entire gym. The parent says nothing remotely close to what's being reported happened at the game. It was the last game of the season for both teams. It was a normal game up to halfway through in the fourth quarter when one of the Rapopo girls committed a foul. When the same girl had a second foul called against her, the coach began berating the referees about foul calls. He said, that's it, we're done, and the referees declared the game over and left the court. The score was 34-22. And then conveniently, with no video or audio, and everyone has a phone, and everyone would be recording if someone's shouting out the N-word at a high school basketball game, there's no evidence, but East Rapopo goes out and says, there's racial, it's all BS, as is the case. And all of you should know this, 99% of the stories on stuff like this completely made up. Pretty much 100% of them, if you want to know the truth. It just did not happen. Stand by. Playback ready. Now, the audio cut of the day. Well, unfortunately, what did happen was this today in Kansas City. Gunfire ringing out at the Chiefs' victory parade in the aftermath of that great Super Bowl win on Sunday. This is Police Chief Stacy Graves. At the conclusion of the Chiefs' rally today, There were shots fired on the west side of Union Station. Immediately, officers responded to the area, took two people into custody, and also immediately rendered life-sustaining aid to those victims. We're still gathering information on the number and the status of victims. But like I said, we know that one of the victims is deceased. 
We also know that officers ran towards danger. Officers were there to keep everyone safe. And you have this amazing video that we've referenced a couple of times. She was asked in that first news conference, the chief was asked about fans getting involved, and she had heard the rumor. In fact, it is true. We have video evidence that a couple of guys just tackled one of these shooters and helped bring him into custody. This is Amanda Weinchek, who um, was there with her daughter at the parade and saw this happen. Um, My daughter said she heard fireworks, or what she thought were fireworks. Um, And then everybody just literally started running right towards us. Um, We all freaked out. We took off running, and we started running the opposite direction we needed to go. This lady told us that uh, she was standing there with her children, and she heard pop, pop, pop noise. Um, Next thing you know, she said the guy next to her just fell to the ground. And a few minutes later, she heard it again, and another guy had fallen to the ground. And about the time we were running in that opposite direction, then everybody started running again, made us get down to the ground. Um, they didn't, we didn't know what was going on, really. Very nerve-wracking. Yeah, I don't think it was a few minutes later, but you can understand the confusion. But the pop-pop-pops, as I indicated, and if you watch the video when that occurred, Sue, it looked like people, they did think it was fireworks. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're at a big celebration, yeah. and you don't know what gown. I wouldn't have known. Well, you got... Many of these victims are kids, one person dead, up to 15 injured. We'll have more on this tomorrow. Try to have a good night. Sue, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Got it. Get more at 971talk.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.